Hello, Pastor Deborah here. Welcome. We are in another Zoom's word of encouragement for you. Yeah, I am working through every week of the year 2022 so that you at least can have a word of encouragement once a week. You deserve that. We all have hard, stressful lives, families situations yeah and we need words of encouragement to help us get through it here in pastor deborah's zoom studio i'm using us zoom to record in i'm using a motion video can you see it there that's from motion video from pixabay it's an organization where i get these free motion videos also you'll know sometimes My hand will just disappear. Things will happen around my hair. My background comes through. See? Oops, right over there. That's because I do not have an official green screen behind me. I have tried those big ones. Doesn't work. The little room I'm in, which is not little, it's like a two-part living room, doesn't have the space to store it. I've got picture frames, bookcases, two desks behind me. I'm sitting at a door with the shade down. On the other side, right over there, I got two sofas, a chair I watch television from, another chair, another desk, tables, end tables. I got teddy bears everywhere. So there's really no room to store a big professional type green screen. So I made one of my own out of poster board from Walmart. Didn't work, too cumbersome. And I bought one to fit on a chair that would kind of go with you, but it wasn't big enough. So I've decided not to use green screens. And I may not look as clear. I might have some issues around my hair. My background may come through, but I hope you don't mind. Because it's so much easier. I have so many recordings to make. I try to do at least two a day. But I also have to wait for the house to be quiet. Garbage trucks not going on. We have a lot of building Going on in our neighborhood, dump trucks, dumping dirt, airplanes. We seem to be in the flight of airplanes. Helicopters flying over. And I have a husband and a dog. And today they're going to have a hockey game here in just a little bit downstairs. So I try to pick a time when I it's quiet, the best it can be for you, because you deserve it. That is a known fact. So here in this word of encouragement, number 35 of the year 2022. Now, it'll seem a little strange. The one before this was 33, part two. 33, one was a long one. It actually asked, were you blessed or were you ungodly? And it was so long I had to break it up into two parts. So I did. So this one I'm going to pick up. And this one is number 35. So we should be in week number 35 of the year 2022. Soon as I get finished with all 52 weeks, which, you know, I preview and release a word of encouragement each week on Wednesday around 1 p.m. Central Standard Time in America for you. Then I put it on Twitter. On the website of agapeloveloveishere.org, 
I podcast it out to Pastor Deborah's podcast show, which goes out to many different platforms and apps. I also put it on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and on my featured part of my LinkedIn profile, trying to help you wherever you look. And you find me, you'll find words of encouragement. So you be listening and get ready. So here, in this word of encouragement, it is entitled, Are You a Heathen? And Imagine Vain Things. Oh my gosh. This motion video sort of helps us to understand what a heathen may look like on the inside. Of their thoughts, their beliefs, their principles, their concepts of their soul. And what is flying around, zooming around in their soul and in their spirit. Planting things, moving things, never peaceful or content. So that's what this video is to help you to see about yourself. And let's begin with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all of those that you have brought here right now. Here in the garden. That if you have brought from all over the world and maybe from other galaxies. And they are hearing your words of spirit and life for their spirit. Their forever person. And that you will speak to them through these words. And you will touch them and help them to answer this question. Are they a heathen? And imagine vain, unfruitful things. So, Father, be with us through your Holy Spirit. Be with us through your word. And be with us to help us to grow and mature. And find forgiveness if we find out we are a heathen. And we do imagine in our soul and spirit, vain, unprofitable, unfruitless, evil, and wicked things. So, Father, thank you for being here with us. Amen. Okay, we're going to pick up in Psalms 2, 1 through 3. Psalms were songs or poems, prayers or petitions that King David, the first king of the city of Israel. Israel meant prince. So if you take this into the spiritual, this is the spirit named the king. Israel is the prince. There's a city inside your spirit. It's named Jerusalem, but it's been desolated and bombarded and destroyed. God wants to rebuild his city. With his temple in your spirit. But before he can do that. He has to ask you lots of questions. So you will even see a need. For him to help you. He needs you to look at yourself. Your thoughts. Your actions. Your deeds of your soul. Your feelings. And make some decisions. So in Psalms 2. 1 through 3. We'll begin. In verse 1, King David is speaking to us. And he goes, why do the heathen rage? What's a heathen? Do you know? Have you ever heard it? 
Well, let's see what Webster's Dictionary defines the word heathen, H-E-A-T-H-E-N as. Number one, unconverted member of a people or nation that does not acknowledge the God of the Bible. Now, that can mean many things. That could be another whole teaching. Number two, uncivilized or irreligious persons or strange. So a heathen is somebody that really doesn't believe in the God of King David as God. They might call him different names, giving different attributes and a different personality, but it's not the God of King David. That's right. Uncivilized. What does that mean? Civilized usually means you have industry, you have schools, you have factories, you have electricity, you have internet, roads, dams, water, power, schools, hospitals, colleges, universities, businesses. You're no longer just a hunter and gatherer. Living off of the land. The land works for you instead. Mm -hmm. You have industry, universities, and scientists. You build schools, hospitals. You create medicines. Mm -hmm. You're no longer just fighting religion wars. Try to get people to follow ancient ways of prophets. Or you are not following ancient ways of the occult. You're not a witch doctor anymore. You're not seeking help from a spiritual thing that's dark and evil. Civilized means that uh, you care for the people. You can have elections, but you are not civilized when you're corrupt. You're evil or wicked, and you force people. To do what you want. So King David is asking God in prayer. A deep question. Why do the heathen. These people rage. Why do they rant? Why are they vicious with their words? Why do they attack us? Why do they hate us? Why do they speak evil of you? And the people imagine. Create in their thoughts. Their soul. And have a beliefs and ideas, principles of vain things. What is that? Well, let's look and see. What is a vain thing? V-A-I-N. Vain is defined by Webster's Dictionary as having no real value. It's idle. It's worthless. It's empty. Number three, marked by futility and ineffectiveness. Number four, unsuccessful. Number five, useless. Number six, foolish and silly. Number seven, having or showing undue or excessive pride in one's appearance, achievements, conceited. So King David is asking this God a question. Why do the heathen rage and imagine vain things? 
Number, verse number two. The kings of the earth, those of this world, not of the kingdom of heaven, they set and put themselves and the rulers, their fathers, their mothers, business leaders, the pastors, religious leaders, they take counsel together with each other against the Lord, against this Lord of King David, against his anointed one, his words of spirit and life. A lot of pastors think that God will give them anointing, never take it away. He can diminish that anointing. He can shrink it up. He showed us with King Saul. Mm -hmm. He showed us with Samson. That's right. He showed us with other kings, even evil ones. He said, I can put you up there and I can take you out. I can destroy your kingdom. God does not sit back idly and just let his anointing, his words be perverted, twisted. He just lets them become useless to those that speak. They do nothing. They don't bring anybody into the kingdom of heaven. They don't heal anybody. They don't cast out any devils. Oh, but these religious leaders, they think they're the man. And when I see them out there on LinkedIn and social media, it's all about them. They're not teaching. They just keep showing you pictures of them laying hands on people. Them. There's no teaching. Uh hmm And so David is saying, what is going on here with all these people? They take counsel together. How do they do that? Do they do that together in meetings and conferences? Sometimes. Most of the times it's in the spirit. It's in spiritual meetings. Oh, they used to do it through emails and texts, but now we can get those. We can see that. So now they do it in the spirit. They do it at nighttime. They do it in global meetings, economic forums. Mm -hmm. They have side meetings on the side. And they are taking counsel. They are planning and plotting how to get this God of King David, this Lord, out of their government. Out of everything they do. And make their government, their flag, them more important than God. Mm -hmm. that's not a nice place to be in for anybody, even a mother or a father, school teacher, school board leader, somebody who's a leader in the community, business owner, a big CEO of a world global company, not a good place to be in. And what is the counsel that these people say among themselves? They even Those that don't like the Lord, that have this in their thoughts. All those little moving things are plans and plots that they're planning, trying to plant somewhere, build things, always moving, trying to hide what they're really doing. When they get caught, they try to cover it up, delay, deny, get the media to help them. 
Mm -hmm. That's what they look like on the inside. This is their life. It's fast. It's not peaceful. It's no comfort. It's just fleeting and going and going. So verse number three tells us David is still talking to us. And here is what these people say when they get together. Let us, the rulers, the leaders of the world, break their God's counsel and his anointing and his wise words asunder. Let's break them off of us. Destroy them. Fight against them. Pervert them. Challenge them. These are bands, ties, and bonds. These laws and ordinances and words of law and rules for us. Let's break them off of us. Break them asunder. Let's be free. You can't judge us anymore. We're not under him. Let's change every word. What is a man? What is a female? Let's change what is mentally ill to, oh, that's just him. Let's change the law of the police. The law of government. Let's force anything we want. Any way we can. We're going to break these ties and bonds to this Lord of King David. And his statutes and ordinances. We're going to break them apart from us. And we're going to loose them from ourselves. Means they're not going to feel obligated. Oh, I'll go to church. Make the sign of the cross. And I ain't going to follow the words. I'll make a good show of my spirituality. I'll put raise my hand and put my other one on a Bible. And I'll swear unity. But I won't do it. Because the only unity will be when everybody believes and does what I want. And if I can't force you. And I can't belittle you and harass you through the media. If I can't have communication that speaks what I want, supports me and hides everything evil that I do. That's what I'm working on. He says, we're not going to have anything I do out in the open. Well, they can hide it from you. They can hide it from your soul and even your spirit. But they can't hide their lives or thoughts from Pastor Deborah or the God of King David. And they go on and say, not only are we going to break their bonds, the ties of this God, his counsel that he wants to, us to follow. We're going to cast away from us this God's counsel, their cords and their ties and their rules of righteousness and their cords and their bands and their laws and their fetters of chains. They want to bind us up. He wants his rules to rule us and his judgment to come against us. We won't have it. We'll make the laws. We will be gods ourselves. And that's sort of true. Because back in Genesis 1, 26 through 28, we were given the authority and dominion to rule down here on planet Earth through a spirit called the Holy Spirit, the governor of the king of the kingdom of heaven. Through our spirit, to our soul, to our ideas, concepts, and principles that would reflect all the laws of 
goodness and mercy and justice from the kingdom of heaven out through our mouth, out through the laws of the land, out through every business and organization and family. That was the pattern. These people, these heathen, these wicked people with vain thoughts and imagine they don't want that. They do have a spirit inside their spirit. And he is doing this to them. And he has a whole legion of them inside. I've met them. I've run into pastors who are controlled by this. And I have to teach error. I've run into them that will not listen to God, go their own way. It's the spirit that's anointed. It's the spirit that's a heathen. It's the spirit that either has the spirit of God in it and his laws, or it has another spirit from another kingdom. So these that are vain, heathen, who are raging on the inside, always in turmoil, fear, that if they don't produce for their king, named Satan, they will be punished, hurt. Their families will be killed and murdered. They will lose everything, their reputation, their pride. So they work hard. They scheme and plot together, trying to build a kingdom here on earth in the very minds of people. They're working on the children now, planting these seeds hoping they'll get watered by society. Those children will grow up, not as King David is, serving that God, but serving another. These wicked take counsel together. They plot and they plan. They take counsel from evil, wicked spirits who they worship and serve in here. And it's in their soul as images and concepts, ideas and beliefs. Who they support, what they give their money to. But they're not going to tell you what they're really spiritually bowing down to. Pastor Deborah knows she's dealt with them all over the world for many, many years. And my question to you is a word of encouragement. Is this you? Is this your soul? Is this your thoughts? Are you a heathen against this Lord God of King David? Do you imagine vain things in your spirit? You know all of the enemy spiritually. Who's the adversary of God himself. Everything they do is vain and fruitless. Will not hold under The pressure of the God love. God love is the most powerful force there is. And it will quiet this. It will cast it out of you. But first you got to ask yourself, are you a heathen? Do you imagine vain things, fruitless in your soul? Are you against him? Do you take counsel with others against God's rules and laws? His definitions, his statutes and ordinances. Are you trying to 
use deception and bewitchment and twist things and pervert things. Is that you? Are you going on your feelings? Are you trying to pervert biological things? Are you trying to turn a mother against a child? Are you saying that sexual pleasure is more important than a human life? Do you want to get high because you have no peace? And you'll do anything to get the drug? Are you thinking of vain and imaginative things? Do you have to scheme and plot to get what you want? So ask yourself. Ask God, why do you do what you do? I just saw a wonderful commercial. There's a lot of things out there. About having dreams and visions and seeing Jesus in here. This one little child said he had a vision of Jesus. And Jesus said last year in 2021, the rapture was going to happen. Well, here it is 2022 and it has not happened. So do you think he was talking to Jesus of the Bible? It was a demon spirit giving that little child a dream. Trying to make him a prophet. Because there were other people having dreams. Jesus is working in dreams. He's coming to people, getting them saved. So the enemy's going to come. And here it is 2022 and the rapture has not occurred yet. So that little kid who's lifted up in the video, he didn't hear from the Jesus. He heard from something that was pretending to be Jesus. Children are so easily bewitched. So you ask yourself, are you a heathen? Is this going on in your spirit? Those are spirits in there. Swimming around in your spirit. Creating things. These are words and concepts and principles in your soul that hate God, that are against everything he stands for. Is that you? If it is, we want to help you not to be a heathen, not to have vain and fruitless imaginations anymore. We want you to be born again, to leave all of this behind. To get to know the King, the Lord of King David, the God of the Bible. And not to be working against him, taking counsel against him, but being loved by him. I just put up a wonderful song called Blue Moon on the website. Send it out over Twitter and LinkedIn. A lot of people hear it and think of human love, but it's not. It's a song about the heart cry of the spirit, for it needed a love of its own. Didn't have one. You don't either. These things, they don't love you. They'll abuse you, have sex with you, torment you, vex you, punish you if you don't do what they want. That's right. And when you're no longer useful to them, they'll wash you up, throw you away. Mm Mm-hmm. But 
this God of King David and Pastor Deborah want to help you. We want you in our family, taking counsel from the God and Lord of King David. Pastor Deborah does. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, if somebody says yes, this is them. They are like the heathen. They have horrible, vain imaginations. And they have cast you away from them. Father, please forgive them as you did from the cross. Apply your blood and your love to them. Birth them through a Hebrews 4.12. Birth them anew. Let the old them that took counsel against you, that threw you off, wanted nothing to do with you. Father, let a new child come forth, child of the light, that you will nourish and nurture and grow. Father, your love is so powerful. It will not let one of these go if they will just come to you the best way they know how, even if they're in trances, even if it means their life for leaving the other. Father, help them. This is your work of Isaiah 61 and 62. This is your work that you sent your son, Christ Jesus, to do from a cross. This is your work of the resurrection out of the tomb. This is your work of the everlasting covenant. This is your work. Fulfill your words of Isaiah 61 to them right now in the name of Christ Jesus. Okay, I'll see you next week in another word of encouragement for you. Bye.